Welcome to this week's episode of Esports Wrap. I'm your host, Michael Amorgan, and this week we're going to be talking about the differences between online and local events. And not only that, but how that really correlates to coronavirus and how the changes within the esports area has really been started to change because of it. Um, we're also going to be talking about some updates about things that have happened because of Corona uh, in the esports uh, space and well, gaming on a whole. So let's actually kind of get right into it and start talking about the online versus locals. So I think most of us by now have already seen that a lot of the international events have started to kind of take into consideration the fact that Corona might be driving away a lot of their players. And for a lot of persons from game developer conferences to uh, whatever it is, a lot of them have, and even esports events within themselves, have started to say, hey, we're not going to be hosting these things for this period of time. We're going to be switching them to online. Um, which makes sense because that means that there's less chances of persons infecting other persons the teams are pretty much there playing either in their respective areas uh wherever they are or from wherever they live essentially that's so long as they have good internet service and this then raises the question for what happens in the smaller spaces where esports kind of happens as a day by day week by week kind of situation and to be quite honest it's not something that's so clear cut now here in the bahamas a number of in-person events have started to change and make a shift towards being online and that's been happening even from before corona but with this now happening one of the happenstances of it essentially is that um, a lot of the tournaments are now either starting to say, hey, well, we're going to probably like open up an online lobby instead. Uh, we have some events that are considering just not happening this month, maybe not happening next month. I know there's one of the bigger ones that people are starting to really hear about. They're actually having a meeting tonight to figure out like if they're going to have something this month and who knows they might not or who knows they may but it's definitely something that you need to be aware about and for those persons that are still running the in-person events there are some things that you as players or you as organizers probably should be aware about and so if you're a player then just be aware of the whole spiel about what you should be doing for starters try to wash your hands as frequently as possible the whole thing behind a lot of these is bring your own controllers so you're not touching other people's stuff and if you're one of those that do touch other people's stuff well you kind of are screwed um now there are means of kind of getting around that but you're gonna have to like bring like clorox or lysol wipes and like or sprays and sanitized actually no controllers on electronics let's just go with the white um 
For those that are wondering, NASA actually does suggest the Clorox wipes over anything else. That's the ones that they use. So that might help you in your decision making. Now, other than that, though, there's the whole thing of social distancing, which essentially is, you know, the whole keep a distance between yourself and another person about three to six feet. And when you're going to these kind of events, that might not necessarily be the easiest thing to do. Especially when you're sitting up next to one another playing on the same console. So, just keep that in mind. If you have to sneeze, please sneeze into your, like, sleeve. But wear a long sleeve or something like that. Granted, it's going to be hot, but sneeze into your sleeve. Um, and... Or a tissue or you know just something that's not necessarily going to have a chance to rub up against someone to then possibly infect them there's the whole not shaking hands thing anymore you're giving dabs but more preferably again you're heading more towards the elbow area you're kind of putting your elbows against another person's elbow as a form of a dap elbow daps i think they're calling it now it's kind of weird um, but I mean, you always have to take an air of caution, regardless of whatever it is, be it a cold, a flu, corona, um, regardless of whatever level you think this virus is at. And that's another thing. Hand sanitizers are great, but they're antibacterial, not antiviral. They're going to be able to keep a lot of germs away, but the coronavirus is not going to be nullified, I guess. The best way is quite literally washing your hands because of the detergents that are actually in the detergent. Kind of weird. But yeah, that pretty much nullifies it. Then there's the friction of actually getting it off your hand by what, like washing your hands for 20 seconds. Uh, if you haven't seen it already, there are plenty of TikTok dances about it. Uh, the original one was from Korea. Then you've got some people, I think, from the United States that's been doing some. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's enough. But the real thing is, well, once you actually start to make that transition over from an in-person event to an online one, there are some cons. For starters, you have to take a look at the pros of locals, which is that actual in-person community that like feeling in the air that tension in the air as you're playing against another person or as you're watching someone play against another person that's not really there as much because you're not getting the social aspect of it you're not seeing other people on the edge of their seats you're not hearing them whoop you're not there's none of that for the most part when you're playing in an online lobby it's uh, the closest you get to that is something like maybe a party chat or discord or something along those lines where you can have like a voice chat going and you can either be watching something in a lobby or playing against another person and there be like game lobbies where a bunch of you are playing against one another which is something that we actually do in the Bahamas Gamers and Otaku Discord the things like Brawlhall or Rocket League um, League of Legends we did it for Call of Duty um you know, it's if you're looking for a place and you're in the Bahamas, feel free to use that. That's completely free. Uh, just let us know and we're willing to make the space available. 
not an issue. Um, I do want to give props to some players who actually went off to the United States um, to CEO DreamHack and played in Melee. Granted, they 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 made some very good plays. They beat some really good players. They didn't quite make it to the to the numbers one spot. Samsara made it, which is not entirely surprising, but our players did very good. And so congratulations to those guys. I know I've been saying I'm going to put the VODs up, so I'll do that tonight before Brawlhalla. Um, but yeah, so when you're moving to the online lobbies, the fact is that you can get those persons that maybe don't want to come out of their homes. Especially since Corona is now a thing where people are going into isolation, um, into self, uh, oh Lord, I'm forgetting the word. It's pretty much when they kind of hold you off detained. All right. Um, pretty much where you're, you're putting yourself in self isolation and making sure that you don't infect other people. Other people don't affect you. But when you really look at it, it also allows you to reach out to those persons that may never have been able to reach your event on a whole. People in other family islands. Quarantine. Thank you, Tub Tub Fluff. That's the word I meant. Self-quarantine. Um, but yeah, so if you have players in other countries, uh, if you're in the here in the Bahamas and you have players... You hold your events typically in Nassau, which many of you do. Um, then you have players from Grand Bahama, Abaco, well, not Abaco, Andres, Eleutheric, Zuma, Long Island, uh, Cat Island, pretty much, oh, I, I can run the gamut, but those persons would never be able to actually attend, but now they can. They can actually be a part of it so long as they've got pretty decent internet. Um, phone. We're not hearing snake going off in the background. Um, which is how the Bahamas Esports Federation has been doing their stuff. At least to get the qualifiers happening. And then once we get bigger and bigger, then we're probably going to start taking, you know, it more on a full-scale national event. Um, to bringing those that make it to the finals to the Bahamas. I mean, sorry, to Nassau if they're not in uh, New Providence. And actually having an in-person thing we're, we're, we're working on things with that but um it's really up to you at the end of the day to figure out whether you want to do a local or if you want to go to and just have your stuff on and keep in mind of the persons that this is really and truly targeting and affecting which are those that have respiratory issues kids and those above the age of 60 if you have any one of those in your life then it's kind of a moral obligation to try and avoid situations where you could become an, either a carrier or infected with corvid um anyway corona i think it's cor uh, corvid covid sorry, covid 19 and yeah exactly like you persons like you who aren't i believe eleuthera aren't able to actually play in a lot of these in-person tournaments 
but if they're online you can play and look at you you played quite literally and were then able to actually play represent the bahamas against colombia so that's awesome that would not have happened if we just stuck to nassau new providence only things um but yeah so keep in mind those that are around you um i know a lot of the industries are starting to become affected by this now but that's also taking its own turns so for example we have situations like people being able to donate to try and get this happen uh resolved faster so for example i didn't mention it last week but i should have faker um actually donated to combat the coronavirus he donated 30 million korean won which is essentially twenty-five thousand dollars. and then as of just this week phase clan i think just a few hours ago phase clan donated fifty thousand dollars to coronavirus victims um which are great but at the same time the there's other stuff that's happening and a lot of people are donating stuff um and it's helping like for example we already have a corona vaccination candidate now that was created by uh canada which now i believe they're they're talking about having some tests and stuff like that and paying for testing to make sure it works properly so on and so forth you can look that up yourself um but you also have places like gamestop where they're quite literally canceling their uh, midnight releases for doom eternal and animal crossing which wasn't a, was two different games that decided to come out on the exact same day and kind of spawned some very interesting memes across the those are worth looking but um their press announcement pretty much was until further notice late night launch events are suspended and this is coming from gamestop one of the de facto midnight launch places that actually does this kind of stuff in the United States. Uh, they say to maintain the health and safety of our guests and associates, it is best that we avoid situations where large numbers of guests are gathered indoors or standing in line. Um, they say that in addition to a lack, well, they spoke to some employees, but they to this they say that in addition to a lack of cleaning supplies to keep stores sanitized employees were also worried about corporates in action on upcoming midnight releases well that was then as we now know actually taken into account um but gamestop have also asked their stores to shut down demo stations implemented a twice hourly hand washing mandate and instructed in associates on ways to clean the Verifone payment terminals, essentially the credit card payment terminal. That being said, the employees then have also said um, that necessary sanitation supplies are still not being provided through the company's normal supply chain, despite front-facing messaging telling customer, customers otherwise. Employees have been asked to source cleaning um, products locally, which is often easier said than done. Thanks to the current increased demand for and hoarding of items like hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer, cleaning wipes, and toilet paper. Which sounds very, very familiar to what's happening here in the Bahamas. 
and I'm guessing much of many other places in the world. Um, and this is another reason why, you know, locals are kind of got to be careful with that because, um, a lot of businesses are finding it hard to find hand sanitizers or even just bought cans of Lysol or Lysol wipes or much less hand sanitizers. And there's a lot of, uh, home brew sanitizers out there, which I'll admit I'm not sure about. I, I can't put my hand to say, you know, this is actually something that's worthwhile because essentially it's just um, aloe vera, uh, alcohol rub, and like one other ingredient, and that's it. That's what they want you to wipe your hands with as a hand sanitizer. I'm not so sure that's enough, to be quite honest. Um... The tissue thing, I'm still not getting. I, the only thing that comes to mind is if someone's wiping their butt. But, um, and it's like just preparing for lockdown. At which point, you know, that also makes sense because people are, were buying water in bulk. Um, which is still a thing. So is bread. So is a lot of stuff. Um, and so people, like I mentioned at the end of my last episode, you know, if you're buying in bulk, Please try to at least leave something for the other people because you're now causing issue because of persons that decided to spend $17,000 to buy hand sanitizer now with something unable to do with it because this guy now can't sell it back to anyone. This is an actual thing. I'm not joking. He quite literally bought that much hand sanitizer. And now no one wants to buy it from him because it could be contaminated. Which is another thing, but people licking stuff. But yeah. <laughs> another thing to note. Well, the Dota 2 majors and minors have been cancelled. So, ESL's one Los Angeles Dota 2 major was delayed. Uh, talent who's licking stuff well i mean there are a lot of social media things saying that they've got people licking fruits uh got people licking general things that should not be licked or eaten, but you know people would put their hands on it um i'm not going to give any particulars on that because you know attacked and you don't know how verified those sources are but typically where there's a little bit of smoke there's at least something happening there um but yeah esl's dota major cancelled oga's dota pit minor is cancelled epicenter's major is cancelled the one esports singapore major cancelled current state of dota pro circuit I think you uh, kind of get the feeling here. There's pretty much saying, considering that the overall Dota Pro Circuit situation so far, two majors and minors are already canceled. The International 2020 will take place in August in Stockholm, Sweden. And it's unpredictable whether how the canceled minors or majors will affect the International. Or if the event will even take place at all. 
And, you know, if it does happen, it might cause some issues for teams because as far as we know, the DPC points coming from only three DPC majors and minors. So how are you actually going to qualify for these events? Unless they're online, like what Overwatch and League of Legends is starting to do. Um, of which, you know, there are some League of Legends teams that are actually banding together to try and make sure the events still happen. Even if it's online. Um, if you're in a high school and you used to be in an esports team, or even if you were in college and you were part of an esports team, some of your options to actually play in leagues across the United States, for example, has now gone out the window. Uh, so places like Play Versus, which was making waves in the news just last year with how wide they were with their stuff, um, they've shut down because of coronavirus, at least temporarily. But you also have places like High School Esports League and NASEF that are kind of still doing stuff. Um, High School Esports League is still holding their stuff from what I remember, but it's mainly online. Um, whereas NASEF is actually doing something that I really appreciate for, well, I shouldn't say I really appreciate, but I can see the benefit for the kids and for anybody else, to be quite honest, because they even have a section for educators where they're live streaming information, kind of like classes for educators and kids on specific days while school is no longer in and i actually probably should kudos to them next time i talk to them good job nasaf that's that's really the the method behind what they're doing is called uh com from competitive to community essentially so they're putting an emphasis more on community building versus competitiveness which is something that i kind of hold close to myself like because i build communities here in the bahamas um and then from there we do competitive stuff not the other way around necessarily but that's that's something that people are doing now and then unfortunately places are still even being shut down even after that australia's biggest esports venue well, dedicated esports venue, I should say, has now been shut down, which is Fortress Melbourne, which is located within Melbourne's Emporium Shopping Center, which just opened to patrons last week. But from the 18th of March, it's going to be closing the doors. Thank you, Tub. So Call of Duty League has switched to online as well, which makes sense, um, especially since you can still stream it. And. Granted, this changes the dynamic of probably how the streams are going to be handled because they're not going to be able to control as many of the different views as they used to be able to um, across the board. Especially when it comes to games like Overwatch or um, League of Legends because they no longer have the land servers. But they can still technically, now that I think about it, um, host things on their own server, just how people connect to it. Probably via VPN or something along those lines and connect to the internet via one dedicated IP address. And that, especially since these are the game developers, they can make their own separate server for their games, which many of them actually do kind of have already. 
So what you're viewing probably isn't going to be too different. It might be slightly different, but not too much. Um, but Melbourne, Fortress Melbourne, Melbourne, uh, they said that because of concerns around the Corona pandemic, they said that in its current climate, we believe that it is socially responsible to take action to protect the health of our team and patrons. While we've implemented several social distancing strategies and reinforced our cleaning efforts and hygiene protocols, the state of the global situation goes directly against our mission to bring live social gameplay to Australia. The ambitious venue features a purpose-built esports arena, esports-ready gaming PCs, a dedicated LAN lounge, and a high-performance bootcamp facilities for pro players. No date or time frame has been set to when it will reopen. However, the owners say that we have been overwhelmed by the support and excitement Melbourne has shown us since we've opened, and we cannot wait to reopen our doors once we've made it all the way, made it safely through this challenging time. If you've already signed up for one of their paid memberships, though, they said they won't be charging anyone and will be pausing all memberships until the event. On the other hand, though, um, while these places are closing down, some things are still going on. So, for example, E3 closed down. Game Developer Conference closed down. Gamescom, that's still run, which is an interesting choice. Uh, the reason for this right now, though, is because where Gamescon is held, which is in Cologne, Germany, and while Germany has pretty much put a ban on any event that has like a hundred, sorry, a thousand persons or more, so major events, that is up until, if I remember correctly, April 10th, and Gamescom happens after that. Gamecom actually starts, do this really quick. It starts August 25th and ends August 29th. So they are still planning and going ahead with everything with the hopes and dreams that, you know, this only lasts maybe one to two months and that this allows them to still have their event later on in the year. And I think a lot of major events are actually hoping for something like that. I know um, the International Olympic Committee is actually going and having a meeting, I believe it was supposed to be this week, where they're actually going to be discussing what's going to happen should this continue on. Will they still be having, well, the Tokyo Olympics, which would be quite something if it actually doesn't happen this year, but it would be totally understandable if it didn't. Um, now, what Gamescom actually stated was I'm opening this up on Twitter because that's where they decided to put their press release. They are saying that we are currently receiving inquiries about how a possible threat from the coronavirus would affect Gamescom. Um, they pretty much go on to say about the ban, and since that it happens at the end of August, we are currently not affected by the decree. However, we will, of course, follow the recommendations of the responsible authorities regarding major events, evaluate them on a daily basis, and make our decisions after careful consideration the preparations for the gamescom 2020 are continuing as planned according to the current status for the determined date should gamescom be postponed or cancelled uh, all per ticket purchases of the official ticket shop will be reimbursed for the already paid visitor tickets voucher codes lose their validity and will be made available again 
for new events. Which kind of mirrors, I think, the sentiment behind CEO Dreamland, which happened last Um, Just mainly due to the fact that, you know, the, the event was already booked. There's not much of a refund these places are... All, not all places are going to allow refunds. Especially when you've started renting stuff to make sure that your event can work well. And so when you are several thousand dollars out and you're not going to be able to recoup that, you are now placed in a very, very hard spot of what do I do? And so you have ones like that that decide, you know, they're just going to continue doing what they do and move on. Meanwhile, you've got places that are trying to help keep the online stuff going. So, for example, Discord is trying to work with everybody, especially since schools are now out. And some schools are now actually starting to use this option of Discord uh, classrooms, especially since now you can actually hold up to 50 people in one voice chat. And you can they can be watching one screen that's being screen shared and the teacher can be teaching them. They can listen. They can have their comments, questions, so on and so forth. And classes can still happen like that. Now, that's great. And, you know, having stuff in preparation for situations that, like this is great. And the fact that Discord actually upped their limit from 10 to 50, even though it puts a little bit of a strain on their servers, kudos. Now, the issue, though, is um, because people are now home and, you know, they're more of a... They're looking for entertainment. I don't want to call it a hostage because it really shouldn't be. Um, but they're looking for entertainment. They're looking for something to watch. They're looking for something to do. They're looking for something. And I an email from one of the bigger YouTube companies that help with um, making sure that you are you know getting as out there as you can and granted before I say anything they did send an apology email shortly afterwards saying that it was only sent out to a short a small amount of persons but I mean the sentiment was really like out there and essentially, it was, I'm paraphrasing slightly, at least from going off of my memory. They were essentially saying that since people are now home because of coronavirus, they're looking for entertainment, and so you better make content for them. Um, actually, you know what? Let me let me find this email. Because that, that doesn't quite come across as um, how I'm saying it. Sounds a lot better in my head than how I read their email. Um, so it starts off saying, stuck at home, check out these virtual summits. And it's quite literally, it starts with saying, hey, creators, given the current health situation we find ourselves in, people are being forced to spend more time at home. This gives us, as creators, a unique opportunity to get our content out in front of more people. Use our blank tool to track current trends and determine what types of content you should be creating to get your video seen now. We're in this together. 
Stay safe out there. Uh, mm. The apology email then came out, you know, saying, we owe you an apology. Small group of users received an unedited draft of their newsletter using some language that was insensitive to the current climate. It was never our intent to insinuate the creators take advantage of the situation for their own gain, but rather to use their platforms to connect, comfort, and entertain. I didn't quite get that from their email, so I'm glad they clarified that. But, um, yeah, so you're going to have some people definitely using this to their betterment, to their advantage. Um, so there's always going to be a little bit of, you know, dark with your light. But continuing on from that. Unfortunately, it seems that because a lot of people are home, uh, certain services are starting to go down. <laughs> um, so, for, like, for example, Nintendo Switch Online went down across consoles and the web earlier today. Um, so they said that they're experiencing issues at one of the worst possible times because people are unable to connect to the internet and Animal Crossing New Horizons releases just days away. The issues began this morning with Nintendo's online network services going down across Switch, Wii U, 3DS, and web browsers. According to the official Nintendo operational status page, you know, all network services are being affected, which means you won't be able to play games or buy new ones until the problem is resolved. However, others have reported sporadic success connecting in specific games, so it can't hurt to still try out the games you're hoping to play. Um, now... Xbox Live also suffered a similar outage late last week, although that one was resolved within a few hours, but the exact cause wasn't really made public. Um, downloading new Switch games could be the only way to get some of these things, especially here in the Bahamas. Um, so that's a thing. Taking a look at the maintenance information on Net, um, Nintendo, it says that all servers are operating normally now um and it was down from 156 a.m to 10 45 a.m pacific time so that was a good almost 12 hours that it was down um but they're not the only ones games console systems aren't the only ones discord quite literally experienced an outage as well just yesterday where some servers not all but some went dark and they weren't able to load up the servers um that of course was fixed within a couple of hours um because <laughs> kind of funny uh discord actually initially sent a tweet saying that they did about a 20 percent increase in its server capacity and then servers began going down uh, and then about 5 30 p.m eastern standard time so eastern side of the world well eastern side of the americas um discord admit, admitted that they probably jinxed themselves and that they were aware of the issues and were working on it um and it, you know the reason why they probably had to increase the amount of persons well the amount of uh resources the 20 percent is because you know people are now using it for things throughout the day on a whole it's no longer just like peak hours or anything like that it's just consistent 
People are playing games with their friends consistently throughout the day while they're home. People are going to classes on Discord, like I mentioned earlier. There are businesses that are not using things like Slack or Microsoft Teams or anything like that. They're using Discord because it has everything inside of it. It's got uh, channels. It's got voice chat. It's got video chat. You can like, literally you can do anything that you want, typically in something that you pay for, for a business suite right from Discord. So yeah, it's it's being used heavily. Um, but services like those that I just mentioned are going to be key when it comes for businesses, you know, moving forward. <laughs> but you also have some less news mentioned stuff which is kind of weird so for example uh you may have remembered about three years two three years ago when samsung decided to bring out their uh i think it was the samsung s10 no i think it was the s9 anyway it was either the s10 or anyway the 9 or 10 series be it note s whatever and you would plug it into the dock and you'd be able to play your games on your computer yeah that's not a thing anymore <laughs> play galaxy link only has 10 days left to live so says GameSpot, and um there was not a whole lot of information about this period like there's no real announcement um there's no real news about it from any of the big places uh the announcement was originally being made february 26th and it's only now like becoming really known within the past like 24 hours that's how like weird it was and all it really says is that after many difficult discussions play galaxy link will be ended on the 27th of march due to internal policy changes and that Ending it will allow our development organization to more effectively focus its resources and add value to the next release of product. Which sounds very weird, and it sounds like they're just giving up the ghost to places that decide to either stream to stuff like Twitch or, you know, Stadia and Google, sorry, not Stadia and uh, Xbox deciding to actually be playable on phones or even like steam being able to play your games on your phone as well using steam link um so i don't i don't know but play galaxy link was only usable for galaxy phones anyway but it's uh one possible thing is that they did sign a recent agreement with microsoft to aim to deliver quote-unquote Premium cloud-based gaming streaming experiences. So this could be that they're partnering up with Microsoft, which they have already because there's Office products on almost any Galaxy device that you buy that's of above a certain threshold. Um, and it's probably going to be the xCloud gaming service, but it's not confirmed. And of course, one of the things that's going to happen when people are home uh, they're going to be watching more stuff online. So if you're a streamer or you have an event and you want it streamed, now's the time to be doing it if you're going to try and take advantage of the situation. Um, 
this is a good time to try and get followers maybe subscribers um and just get your name out there because unfortunately based off of even what that email said a lot of people are home and a lot of people are looking for entertainment and you just might be the next person that they find entertaining so it doesn't hurt to put yourself out there um i don't think targeting those persons and saying hey because you're home uh and you're afraid of corona watch me no i don't think that's the way to go um let's just make your content and if you're good or you have a good attitude or funny attitude whatever it is that draws people in you're gonna probably start finding people and again if you're bahamian jump inside the bahamas gamers and otaku discord pick up the content creator role let us know that you create give us your link and we'll make sure that anytime you go live we publish it the bahamas esports federation is going to be doing some stuff for streamers as well so keep an eye out for that um especially if this thing continues to ride out the way it's riding out where you know we don't really know how long we might be inside or if we will have to be inside depending on where you live but that's it for this episode of esports wrap we're gonna try and keep this going every tuesday at 7 p.m eastern standard time I have to I normally used to have these at 6 30. I have to try I, I almost said it. I need to cut out. Um but yeah, if you missed any part of this, we're gonna have it up on YouTube. We're gonna have it up as a podcast, so keep an eye out for that. And until next time, guys. Take care. And wash your hands. <laughs>